0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? My name is Jade and this is the Here Is What We Know podcast, episode 21. I'm joined by Simon Anderson, the one with the good credit and the awesome hairstyle. Simon, how's it going?
1: Good afternoon, Jade (laughs) Farah always one with the uh, lovely intros so uh thank you for having me it's good to see you as always
0: i try i try to change it up and and i wasn't even gonna go where i went uh before the show but it's good to see you you're looking fresh you're looking clean so looking forward uh to a great episode this afternoon but simon Mm. um we have a difference in the question of the day you're actually gonna call it out today
1: yeah, well, I I proposed that I had one saved in the bank, and you thought you'd call it an audible and just throw it into me live on air. So yep. yeah, we're changing things up, and uh, I'll actually have to uh, um, <clears throat> help you on this one with getting the um, text up on the screen. So do you want me to just to to, to give yep. it out? We just go straight. Call into it, it out, All right. call yeah. it out, and then okay.
0: I'll throw it up on the slide. All right, okay, okay. So um, I'm
1: texting, um, talking, and typing at <laughs> the same time. Uh, so this, this came to me, um, while I was just driving in the car randomly and I thought this, uh, this would be a good one to have as a debate with Jade. So the question I thought was, should we tolerate bad traits?
0: Whoa, my brain is melting. Should (laughs) we tolerate bad traits? Mm. And as always, ladies and gentlemen at home, we are streaming on Twitch and DLive, so we can see your comments, and we'd love to know what you think, and that was me buying some time, would you believe it, Simon? <laughs> um, yes, well,
1: I mean, I can I can buy some time and go and give you kind of where I was thinking with the question. Yeah, you I'm do that, came.
0: and I'll prepare the slide.
1: Okay, sure thing. So, I guess, like, this came to me as... Um, I was thinking about you know like where would we be um, as as a community and a country and then just in these different connections of of humans where would we all be if we took a completely drastically different approach to how we approach our own lives and everybody else's lives around us that we influence and we just had this uh, culture of um, just relentlessly enforcing the growth of each other like it, it's not like what I'm trying to say is sh- sh- we should be punishing everybody um for everything that they do you know really horrible and thrown in jail and stuff but what I'm talking about is I think we should we should be able to build each other up and call out each other and 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 allow each other to 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 influence each other for the better uh, in a way where we um if we love and care for people or want people to do better for themselves we you know say what's necessary we do what's necessary for people and for ourselves and you know and it's not like i'm saying this from this you know high horse of being completely disciplined and structured and and this elite human that you know has no bad traits but i think what i'm saying with this question is i would love for us to live in a place where we are brought up and you know it's instilled from us in a young age that as a community we are there to you know be these consistent benchmarks and companions and you know competitors all in one as we as, as you know and just and we we, we yeah just don't tolerate bad traits in each in each other's because we we want to see you know the best versions of each other you're I mean, really yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: you're really speaking to um continuous improvement right you're, you're like what would society be like if we literally lived inside an agile continuous improvement like loop hmm. is that what you're saying i want to make sure
1: Yeah, but like, it's that, but then it also has a layer applied to it where it's, there is a real humanistic approach to it, it, that it's not just completely devoid of the the sort of spiritual aspect of it, where being part of a larger connected group of people, striving for a, you know, group purpose, is beneficial to people on an individual level, whether and instead of just being you know you get a little screen that's an ai robot that spits out all the things that you need to improve on for the day to to optimize yourself that's different
0: so should we tolerate bad traits so my my brain automatically goes simon who determines what is bad and then mm-hmm. my my immediate gut thought is that I think the problem with society right at the moment is that we genuinely reward bad behaviour. Okay, let let me let me talk to you straight because I know you're really you're really respectful on my platform and you don't speak as rough as I do when we're on here. But but let's let's look at the example of Kim Kardashian, right? She puts it in her mouth, she records it, and now she's like a business mogul. We were we rewarded her for that for some reason, and that's not such shaming. I I didn't say anything that was shaming about her. It's just the fact she put mm. it in her mouth. She recorded it. Now she's a billionaire. Like how does yeah. that how does that even work out?
1: Well, it was it was just not just the average one. That's I think that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> she managed to make it a real famous one that she could get in her mouth and um she had you know just their whole family is so weird you know and on some level that just the fact they've created such a huge mafia pretty much the kardashian mafia you know there's there's sisters and brothers and partners and parents all with you know multi-million dollar um you know worths for themselves They've created a, the Kardashian Mafia, all thanks to uh, a lawyer dad and Kim working as Paris's assistant back in the days and learning all the tricks of the trade and then just absolutely Destroying. doing it 10 times better.
0: Yeah. yeah. And um, so there's that. And there's the Epstein stuff, which I'm so glad that you've covered for us here on the show. There's all of that. There, there's like, what does it mean to be elite? apparently it has lots to do with children Mm -hmm. not really sure why and maybe you can do a bit of a recap for us on that simon but i i think to the question let me answer your question should we tolerate bad traits i i think the the best i could say on this question of the day and i actually really love it simon so get used to doing more of these i I really enjoy it the best I can say is I think we should really go inward on this question and say, "I'm not really into some of the uh bad traits that I have and and I should be doing more to solve those, yeah, but like, I'm not mm-hmm. into them, and i I wish I had more tools and people to help me." I get rid of them what are they so that that'll be a question that someone might be asking if they're watching this uh one of my one of my bad traits similar to something you've mentioned on a previous episode simon i i tend to procrastinate and i tend mm. to be a crunch performer so i'm all for output and i'm all for getting things done But I could do more to have prepared well in advance and I tend not to do that.
1: Yeah, you just got the two modes, which is uh, (laughs) No and go, you know? (laughs) Know (laughs) No and go,
0: yeah. Yeah. It all gets done in the end, but I but I have people in my life that are like methodical, well prepared, insanely just organized people and I don't relate to them at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly, i do my best to instill that as part of my lifestyle, but it's not <laughs> natural. It does not come natural.
0: Okay, so that's one that we share. What about another one, Simon? What What would you be calling out as a bad trait?
1: Oh, uh, um... Dis- like, discipline and gluttony, I guess, and that I rebound between the two, you know. Um,
0: gluttony, that's heavy, bro. Or, or just, <laughs> yeah. to
1: like, use the word, uh, you know, I, I just, I pig out on bad food f- um, as a reward <laughs> for, for like, keeping to a schedule or something, you know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, i definitely indulge in, in, not, like, cheap, dirty McDonald's and stuff. I hate that nonsense, but... You know I'll, I'll treat myself to nice takeaway food f- a few too many times so you know just support discipline and aspects like that another one bro that's important that probably a few people don't realize how important it is is like sleep i definitely don't sleep enough as i should
0: man you and i are more similar than you realize actually i i don't sleep nearly at all i i think i told you one time Ah, when we used to work together. I think I sleep about three hours a night. Mm. Yeah, that that's That is yeah. so toxic, bro.
1: Yeah, you can be so productive, you've got all these extra hours.
0: <laughs> and I'm not! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs>
1: Nothing worse than being awake at 2am going, oh, I can't sleep, and then thinking, oh, I'm not even using this time productively while I'm wide awake.
0: <laughs> we're just going down rabbit holes and think about what we're going to talk about on the podcast. In a way, <laughs> in a way, that's fairly productive, bro. That's fairly productive. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, all that time I spend online is just research prep for the, um, for the podcast.
0: <laughs> so should we tolerate bad traits you never actually answered the question you did well to prepare it for us simon
1: yeah well i mean i guess that my argument was leaning towards no we shouldn't i'm i was as i was saying i guess i was qualifying it with we we should exist in a in a society where that feedback happens constructively and i mean it's pretty utopian thinking because as soon as as soon as somebody even says anything slightly critical of most people they completely shut down and lash out and freak out um so i mean i don't think we're anywhere near close to seeing that happen but yeah i mean that's what i think we should we should we definitely should not tolerate bad traits
0: before we move on to the story part of the show one one thing i really do think about when i see this question is so We want to be a society that's better with money. We want to be a society that's better informed around natural resources and how we treat the environment generally. It doesn't escape me though, Simon, that we don't really teach that in school. Um, Young people are not taught a damn thing about money or taxes until they maybe take a business class in year 12.
1: Exactly, man. Why not talk about the, the <laughs> of money? Why not talk about how things went from bartering through to a, another medium of exchange, and now the bloody receipt paper world that we live in now, where no, no, no currency is truly backed by anything except for the faith in it except for one mighty currency that is going to be taking over the world in the next few while, maybe. But, you know...
0: Like, like I've got people very close to me that receive their paycheck and for whatever reason, there might be some variants to that because of public holidays and all that. And I said, oh, I'll say things like, oh, have you really doubled back and made sure those allocations are accurate? Because... Um, with, with the work I do, I've come to understand that, um, not all of the calculations that have been done by software like Datacom and others, I'm not calling out Datacom, just an example as the main one, they're not actually 100% accurate all the time, but I've got, I've got people around me, friends, family, that just look at the page, page slip and go, oh yeah, that must be accurate you got to check it yourself, bro, but then how do they? You know what Actually, I mean? you got
1: no idea. You ask them, you ask them, what's your net or gross wages and, or, you know, what's your, what's your take home pay? Well, that, that's, that's what they know. That's all they know is your take home pay because that's what turns up in their bank account.
0: And a lot um, of people wouldn't realize with the Monday Mondayization. Sorry, Simon. I know this is close to where you were, but but this is relevant to the question. With well, with the Mondayization of public holidays, software hasn't necessarily caught up with the algorithm needed to calculate that correctly. So it is possible that people at home ha- are either under allocated holiday hours, or over-allocated holiday hours, which might have the effect of being asked to return funds. And that's never nice, is it?
1: Return, yeah, asking for, to, <laughs> for returning of wages or owing people is no good either way. Yeah, and it, yeah, but like, I mean, it's just a two. <laughs> our holiday, our holiday... Uh, legislation and our employee legislation is just so wacky and, and the, yeah the mondayization I'm sure doesn't help
0: I go to the money stuff because I think um, you, you know something something tells me that governments actually prefer that you're not super informed about money that they like to be able to go on the news say things like gdp and productivity and inflation and just have you believe what they're saying like like i've only recently gone into like stocks and investing and you know bitcoin and all that stuff and my mind is just open like i don't have massive holdings they're okay but i i more value the um the experience of learning about this stuff more than anything else
1: yeah, I mean, there is there is no way a government, especially like the one we have now, where they are so um, concerned with being the dictators of not just policy, but, you know, culture and human behavior, they don't want any sort of financially literate um, population that is keen on being self-sustaining. You know, the the goal of, of authoritarian governments is to, be completely necessary forever so if you have a whole group of your population that know how to invest and make personal individual wealth then that's a threat so I mean it's quite obvious when you know where we're heading and you know you know what sort of direction our government wants us to take and the education we're getting it's kind of seems intentional
0: yeah there's just there's just so much i could um say about all that but i think let's for now get into the get into the wider conversation and i'm gonna try to remember to post links as we go so people at home can follow along with us um i'm gonna suggest that i go first simon only because i probably need a hand um, to unpack what's really going on uh, with this first story, and this one is one from Bloomberg, where they've said out that Putin has announced that he wants hostile states to pay for ru- pay rubles uh, for their gas contracts, and this is by way of interfact. So, Putin has made the announcement that um, Russia is only going to accept rubles as a formal payment assignment. And the article goes on to say that the, um, that the Russian currency basically took a free fall after the sanctions. Um, that goes without saying. I haven't seen... Um, official figures do you know much about this
1: uh, i was talking about this actually yeah with my flatmates on friday i had the i mean i i actually i don't know where i saw this uh, on twitter in terms of who it was from but i did see that there was you know rumors that um <coughs> this was and then my flatmates were talking about it friday afternoon um because they're from a the czech republic and they were they were laughing away about it because they just thought it was hilarious that it had gotten to this point in that they they just they just um seem to think you know that is quite a pretty serious situation to find ourselves in because um countries like germany he just said there's no way that they'll buy rubles <laughs> they, they just won't he said you know there's these countries in europe and even in america and things like that that will potentially not actually be any, you will be getting gas from russia they'll just stop it then that there's a high likelihood that, that these countries sacrifice the health and safety of, you know, whole countries because of this this play right here. That's what they reckon.
0: Excuse me. Must be getting COVID. Just kidding. <laughs> um uh, the article goes on to say that the punchline here is that it's potentially illegal and breaks the contract, because as with many contracts, you actually set out at the beginning uh, what the currency is or what the nature of payment is. So it would have been clearly in the contracts that it would have been euros or US dollar or things like that. But I is this a way for Putin to potentially... Try and stabilize um the ruble or generally the price of gas like like what is the push here?
1: yeah, I guess the push here is to um stabilize the value of the ruble to keep the support of the ruling class within Russia, I guess you know I, I've mentioned if you had a bit of wealth stored in in, in Russian dollars and ruble because you you know you're a big private russian oligarch or whatever you call him you wouldn't want the price of ruble to be plummeting so this sort of move i guess keeps the people around him happy to kind of protect himself um from any sort of uh internal um, counter-attack
0: but I mean, then, just but then yeah. isn't this just like a form of desperation I mean, that's I essentially I, what the article goes on to say. Like, it's not going to happen, bro. Like, just just send the gas, we'll send you money, you send the gas, get over yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing, <laughs> who's, going to, who's going to budge at that? I mean, there's only one person at the end of this equation that suffers you know on a serious level and that's the people that don't get the gas not the money yeah um so it, it depends on i mean it doesn't really matter whether it's in the contract or not you know when people have got their lives on the line you make the terms that you make the terms if you've got the ability to make those terms <laughs> you know it's it, it'll be interesting but yeah it, it 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 could it could all be theatrical, like you're saying, if it's illegal and, and, and the contract's not possible then yeah. It's completely theatrical and just to to drive some market uh responses, you know, to do some manipulation, to do some sort of funky maneuvers maybe. Um when the market's open. But yeah. The yeah. article if goes if it's sorry.
0: sorry, I was gonna say the article goes on to say that hostile states or those that have placed sanctions on um russia account yes. for 70 percent of the purchasing from gazprom which is a state-owned uh gas company in russia so these countries these these people that have said bad bad putin bad bad russia they they need that gas
1: yeah It's like all of Europe, you know, Canada, some of, some of America's oil comes from Russia through Canada.
0: That's amazing. So yeah, I just put that on the table because for me, that, that struck me as a savage move from a, from a well-known savage man to say, well, if you're not going to be nice to me, I'm going to make you pay in ruples. I didn't even know what Rules were before I read that article,
1: <laughs> yeah well Friday afternoon was probably a good time to buy them
0: <laughs> actually, yeah, you're not kidding anybody that that's in the forex uh business my goodness me
1: yeah I wonder what the opening price will be and what it what the um difference was.
0: We do not provide financial advice on the street, by the way. But I'm gonna be pretty keen to look at that after the show. Actually, Simon, you've got me thinking now. You've completely thrown me. Did we just miss the financial opportunity of a lifetime?
1: Well, see, no, we were talking about it <laughs> on
0: Friday.
1: I, I definitely didn't because I don't have the disposable income to throw at some forex <laughs> trades like the Rupee one. You know, yeah. Of- that Putin's trying to make. <laughs> But if you had some spare cash to, that you didn't care about disappearing <laughs> into the value of the ruble, then yeah, it could have been a, a real smart investment.
0: Oh! Sorry. Sorry, we're falling to pieces here. I was, just, I was trying not to imagine Putin's actually. Oh! <laughs>
1: I I didn't struggle with that. That's not something I struggle with. You know, that's you know, not doesn't often pop up. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying <laughs> not to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway.
1: Naturally. Yes.
0: Back to the back to the stories. Which one do you want first? I've got. Oh, just the first Gre- one. Greg Price. That one. cool
1: we'll see what pops up on the screen yeah
0: that one oh yeah
1: this is yeah can we um you'll need good volume on this because it's um it's just a clip but this is um one of the new judges oh the new judge right That biden has nominated for the supreme
0: court i've heard mm. i've so heard play... black woman the whole thing okay let's play it Hmm. internet with one from the beginning you can receive You in comes the internet on the internet with one click you can receive you can distribute tens of thousands you can be doing this for 15 minutes and all of a sudden you are looking at 30 40 50 years in prison good Good. I understand. Absolutely I good. I hope you are. To do.
1: Good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years if you're on the internet trolling for images of children and sexual exploitation. See, so you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that's
0: horrible thing. That's not what the witness said, and she should be allowed.
1: <laughs> so they have, <laughs> you know.
0: Just, just, just,
1: just, one click of your finger and you could, just 15 minutes is all it takes. Just, you know, just one, oh, oh, oops, oops, what did I do? Oh, oops, I've just, I've just sent, I've just sent a whole hard drive of kitty porn to some, all over the internet. Oops, oh no, I've just downloaded Jeffrey Epstein's personal hard drive. Whoops, <laughs>
0: oops. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to, so... I mean, that was a really small clip, so I'm always cautious yeah. of not taking things out of context. But was she making the case that some people don't know that they're downloading um, prohibited sexual material? She was being criticized for a light sentencing in the past for people
1: in um, uh, child exploitation cases.
0: So she has a record for this, because because yeah, I, yeah, I I haven't yeah, looked yeah. too deep at this lady to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it, she's she's defending her light sentencing approach.
0: My goodness gracious me! So you've got another clip, ah? Uh, yeah, yes, it's the same lady. <laughs> yeah, let let's let's have a look at your next clip. I'll just make sure we're on the right scene, which we are not at the moment. Uh be with me as I reckon out. Wow, spoilers.
1: For example, I'm I'm an Hispanic man. Could could I decide I was an Asian man? Would, would I have the ability to be an Asian man and challenge Harvard's discrimination because I made that decision?
0: Senator, I'm not able to answer your question. You're asking me about hypotheticals and um well, I'm asking kinds you of... how you
1: would assess standing if I if I came in and said I have decided I identify as an Asian man?
0: When will my show, <laughs> show Who
1: I am um, So I don't know if you've seen the well, full version of the clip, but he goes on to ask her, you know, what is a woman? And she says she's unable to provide a definition of a woman because she's not a biologist, but has been talking about, oh, I can't remember if it was for her own nomination or or another nomination for a different position, where she specifically mentioned the fact that the person nominated was a woman is why they would be perfect for the role. And so she's, you know, in the past used the word woman assigned to somebody uh, as a reason for their value, right? But then asked to then define what a woman is could not give a, a value at all for the word. I I think it's I think it's probably a, <laughs> a really good interesting discussion to have and probably we're not the most qualified people to have but, you know if we want to honour people as a woman but we've got to know what that means.
0: So for me, I start the show one particular way, every single time, whether it, whether it's a vlog I'm doing, or whether it's this show, every single time. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Nothing else. And I didn't realise how valuable that stance would become in later years of me having the channel. There is only a man, there is only a woman... Genitalia is 98% of it, but genes would make up the other 2%. I accept that there are people called intersex, and other than that, I'm done.
1: It's a pretty reasonable stance. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, not for most people, but
0: for me at least it is. <laughs> I mean... I, I heard a really awesome framing about this, if we took pronouns seriously, like, like this whole pronoun monarchy seriously Simon, it would be something like, so if I came into a room, you'd have to refer to me as handsome and remarkably intelligent. Every time you refer to me, ladies and gentlemen, Jade Farrah, handsome and remarkably intelligent. Like, no, no, nobody would want to do that. But we've been asked to do that in reference to gender.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not really up for debate what my gender is, but if somebody somehow accidentally got mine wrong, I wouldn't be upset about it. Like Somehow I was if somehow you know i was bending over getting some cereal in the supermarket and i was wearing my yoga pants and 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 i've been over and and some some lad comes along and says oh excuse me ma'am and i bend up and i say oh all good bro you like what you see or something and <laughs> i'm not gonna get upset if somebody thinks i'm a chick
0: and and here's the thing so, the interesting thing about having a name like Jade is I send a lot of emails, and people, mm. people tend to assume they're talking to a woman, unfortunately. So, like, it's, it's actually something I come up against, but as soon as they hear me on the phone, there's no mistaking that I'm a woman at all, and so too... Once you see me on the Zoom, very clear. Hopefully, yeah, you know, very clear. So, I, I'm I'm all good for being misassumed for like two seconds with a name like Jade. Comes to the territory, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't I don't get weird about it. I don't get upset no. about it. Uh, I get really annoyed at my mother for naming me such a unique, ambiguous. Sort of name, but yeah, you know pronouns. There's no mistaking that I'm a male. Can you imagine?
1: You know, there's a there's a likelihood of a future situation happening where somebody misgenders you through an email, and then gets upset <laughs> at you because you didn't have your pronouns in your signature, <laughs> and they were like, "How dare you traumatize me by me by putting me through the experience of oh, easily mis." gendering you when you could have just provided your pronouns and been inclusive, you know. <laughs> that's that that could happen, bro.
0: The the thing is too with that that whole debate about um being so scared to like really nail down what a man or a woman is, it's it's like it's not for me to catered to every single person's... every single person's... nuanced responses to their own trauma. Right? I'm all down for being respectful. And I will say that in work work environments... you you know, there there are certain things... that I would do... because I'm public facing... um... And, and I try and I try to be as respectful as I can but I can't account for everyone, every single person's nuanced response to trauma I'm not going to do it people can come up to me later and say I feel upset about this or that and then I'm gonna make a decision whether I'm into that or not I I, I can't I can't do hyperdiversity. this goes back to a previous uh question of the day you know i'm all into uh, finding out what's common what what's good what what can we talk about that's gonna bring us all along not not what's wrong what's wrong with you or whatever you think is wrong with you that like i have no interest in talking about that unless they're like really close to me and i know i'm going into a conversation about that but i wouldn't generally seek out their conversations about what's wrong with people.
1: That would... Yeah, no, that's, that's so
0: sort of weird. I've actually just lost my <laughs>
1: thought. I was kind of, kind of,
0: sorry, son. I was
1: waiting for you to finish and then I lost my thought. <sighs> no, I'm sorry about that. What we were we just talking about at the end? Um,
0: what, things in common I saw you oh, not in your head about. Things in common. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I've, I've thought about it. I've remembered it. So it's this weird i don't even want to call it a trend but it's just the way work is now it's ha- happened i guess over time but because work has become such a huge part of everybody's life we've become there's has been this change to add as much of our life into work as possible and that means including and catering to people's personal identities and flags and and behaviors and traits and all of that you know like work used to be a place where you left as much of yourself behind as possible to work towards the common goal of what the business was for you know it's very much like that but now there's you know the social clubs and the mental health times and the, um, and the you know just all the the surveys and the hr departments and all of that um, and and i think that's what you're talking about is that they just and as a social culture there's been this huge um trend to identify yourself as some niche tiny little unique version of a human you know to find yourself a a little quirk to um, hyper fixate on and hyper promote as the unique characteristic of and the sole most important part of yourself and yeah, like we've 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 they've, we've been so hyper focused to focus on what is special and unique about us that makes it so hard for us to interact with the world. You know, to filter our whole world experience through this label we put on ourselves that makes us this, you know, um, victim. I think if, I've, I should... think I
0: spelled her name wrong. Mm. Oh, yeah, I have an extra. Oh. Yeah. Um no I, I really agree I really agree Simon and um look I say this as a small business small business owner myself All right the company does not care about you okay now now, now this this could be to a lesser extent with uh not for profits and NGO uh, charitable organization it is possible for, for them to have a bit more flexibility because they know where their money is coming from and and they can they can just be a little bit more chill on how they treat you but generally speaking I've got a I've got a private company myself which you know hosts this show and a lot of other things uh, that I do the company does not care about you they were they will. They will replace you like this. It does. It doesn't matter how many muffins you buy the CEO. It doesn't matter how many, how many times you high-five the owner of the business. They do not care about you. It doesn't matter if they're a hundred thousand dollar turnover business or a hundred million. That they don't. They don't care about you. Never, never lose. Never lose sight of that. And I'd be interested as to whether Simon would want to argue with me on that point. But no,
1: I just want to wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And yep. there's only two things that matter with your role <laughs> in a business. One question. Do they want to fire you? Two, can they fire you? And if they can answer that question, that, that, that's what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. However that happens, whether it's through dismissal or redundancy <coughs> or whatever they whatever mechanism is the easiest for that business to to use that's what that's what will happen
0: now now the thing is you you might get along with the ceo you might you might have lots of fun you might even go for drinks you might go to dinner blah blah Mm -hmm. blah but when it when it comes down to brass tacks getting shit done no company no private company cares about you and that's that's coming from me that's had experienced a many rounds around that you you might have a shot at a uh charitable NGO but even then that they've got they've got things they need to prioritize and it's not always a given
1: yeah I was gonna say I mean those those organizations are sometimes even more beholden to their limitations so end up being a lot more cutthroat sometimes too because they just don't have the ability to to do what they want.
0: Um, no, I, I'd wholeheartedly agree with that. And before before anyone either in the comments or hurts me up later and says, oh, Jade, you know, are you just speaking on some trauma or whatever? No. Like, like, like it's fine. This is
1: just reality. Yeah. This is just the reality. It's how no, it be.
0: No, like, like, I'm really pleased to be able to say that whenever I've moved out of a situation, the situation has always benefited me. Like, yeah, there's never been a situation where I haven't totally benefited or known what I'm going to do next. Like, that is to say, though, I don't don't mean to minimise people that have, you know, really been burned or been made redundant after, like, 50 years I can't imagine the kind of scope of the emotional impact that it would have but I I'm just being really authentic I come from a place of obviously worked for people in the past and being a business owner myself don't don't get emotional about the place you work do whatever is in scope for your role do that to the best of your abilities so that you can pump up your CV and, and you know figure figure out always have in mind what your next move is whether that's to go work for a bigger firm or a much more expanded and well paid role or you know maybe you're ready for the startup life which is the life I chose and it's it could be really rock and roll at times but it's still fun yeah no
1: yeah I mean- <laughs> And i I don't know what else to say because we've we've said it all pretty well in terms of the whole employment thing yeah you 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 need to have some idea of where you're heading and what your options are because there's no there's no point feeling any sort of security in your current job
0: but but i want to go back to one thing you said i know i know you just said we've covered the employment thing really well i'd agree some but one thing you said and i don't necessarily want to make this about you so we can just talk in general terms but you said there seems to be more of an expectation to bring your life into work now again don't want to make it about you but can you just give me some insight into what you're meaning
1: well, I was making it in terms of how you were um, having to deal <laughs> with how people express trauma. Yeah. Uh, in, for, the, for the the most re- recent of our history, there was this uh, accepted just way of working where you left all of your personality pretty much behind yeah. at work. Yeah. And, and none of that stuff was included. It didn't matter what sort of um uh person you'd like to have in your bed next to you 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 know you were at work what the fuck does that have to do with how you (laughs) you treat your colleagues but you know that's the thing now you need to make sure you have a pride-friendly you know office space and work environment but you know back when the first offices were being built and filled with staff that wasn't even a consideration so that's what i was talking about in that oh yeah there yeah. is a bigger bigger expectation that parts of you and your identity are included and acknowledged in your workplace and it's like is that necessary and appropriate
0: and then of course people that know us well but outside of this show would say Jade and Simon are a walking contradiction because they met and became good mates at work. <laughs> that is yeah. true.
1: But we didn't go, oh, hey, I'm, a, I'm a straight white male. Nice to meet you, you brown, disabled person. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah,
0: totally. Totally. We, we bonded through the five or ten minutes that was spared through the through the day that we could talk about something other than work so even on that basis where we we did not bond through work we we got there we were known for getting things done we started up uh, an amazing project which is still live to this day and yeah it's all good exactly so, Simon, final thoughts? I mean, you didn't really get into the... Like, those were some hyper snippets of the judge. She's basically... From what from what I know, and this is what, why we call the show Here's What We Know, because I'll tell you what I know. She's been appointed because she will be... Well, nominated, sorry, wrong word. Nominated because she will be the first black woman in american history to serve on the supreme court is that correct
1: i believe that is the case yes that that is the position she's going for biden's given her um his nomination right he's given her the tip of the hat
0: and you you started by saying she's soft on things like child exploitation that's not great
1: Yeah, the kind of stuff that that was found on Hunter Biden's laptop.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I I wasn't actually aware of that. So there was content to that effect?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not verified, of course, because nobody's going to go and say, oh, yeah, no, that is a legitimate picture. You know, there's always going to be a a smidge of doubt of whether it's legitimate or not, but, yeah, no, there's definite. I have seen the picture of, of a Hunter Biden holding the hand of a little child in lingerie. I don't know if it's a legitimate photo, but I've seen it, Yeah, you know, I've seen it.
0: I'm guessing you didn't get that from mainline internet.
1: It was on Twitter.
0: You're kidding.
1: No, it's just someone posted it on Twitter.
0: So you did get it from mainline internet, jeez. Hmm jeez and twitter did yeah. what absolutely I nothing know. i suppose yeah i, I <laughs> just saw it
1: once and didn't really think too much of it oh yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. Yeah. just
0: just the fact that this thing exists on twitter that's what i'm being mind blown about
1: yeah exactly i mean oh I, there's no way i'd be able to find it and i'm definitely not gonna be searching. <laughs> don't look <laughs> <don't, don't>, no <laughs> don't
0: sure. don't look it up that's bro it. don't look it up but um how about we move into final thoughts? Sounds like your dog is back once again.
1: Oh yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't tell if I can't tell if you guys can hear that or not because I was looking at my microphone spike to see. Like, yeah, yeah. Apologies, fam.
0: Oh, I might let you go first. I'm in final thoughts okay. for this week.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Final thoughts. I mean, here in New Zealand, some of the mandates are being lifted. The vaccine passes is getting the it's getting the boot. I mean things are heading in the right direction
0: hold on five. hold on no they ain't businesses can choose to use them i was gonna talk to you about this should oh, we just, yeah. should we just I mean, have a I'll, should we just have a quick no. chat now about it so no
1: we don't have to i mean i was just making a gen- i mean the generalization that things are changing i wasn't uh, yeah to, i wasn't making the point to like get into the specifics because essentially <laughs> what i was going to say is that it doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, until the the public health act is gone and that mandates like this and the fact that, you know, police can come into your house and pull you from your home if you are positive and that you're deemed to public health risk and need to go isolate in a quarantine camp. If that's still a legitimate thing that the police can do and the government can do to us, you know, I'm not happy in terms of rolling back the COVID response. Mm-hmm. But What's happened is going to improve, hopefully, my daily life a little bit. I think most businesses are keen to ditch away with all of the um, the COVID stuff because it's just their staff morale, you know, that people that's just so over it that if they're going to look to be like they're including more hassle than need be, then their staff are going to fall away. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, things are looking good, but on a macro level, in terms of the whole world, this whole buying gas and rubles thing could just instantly fuck over the whole europe continent um in terms of their food and and power supply so just keep an eye out for that um and just yeah don't believe everything you see on tv
0: yeah and my final thought would extend from a comment i've only just recently made um don't get too precious about your work environment and actually um You know, I think if you really pay attention to what creates billionaires, it's people that go stuff this, I'm out, but they they build a team of people they actually like and can sustain a working relationship with on their own terms and they, they build billion dollar businesses now i know the percentage of people doing that is very low but what i will say is even with the percentage being super low like 0.1 percent of all people having the opportunity to make a business like that the formula seems to be exactly the same they say fuck this i'm out and you, you know within a 10 year period they've built what starts out as a really unknown small startup business and then it becomes as fundamental to um everyday life such as uber that there was a point in time where uber was just this company that people heard of and it was a like a really niche idea to take a ride from strangers and now um you know businesses are signing corporate accounts to, to enable all their managers to take Ubers without asking. And that, to me, is flipping amazing.
1: It's called industry disruption
0: right there. Exactly, and as always, I want to thank you for watching, uh, listening to the show, uh, wherever you're getting it at. Please uh, consider following, subscribing, clicking whatever button the platform is encouraging you to click uh not li- click
1: that one button that could send tens of thousands of child images
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah whichever button that is uh click <laughs> click like leave a comment uh simon and i would be more than happy to get feedback uh last thing i want to say if you've got an idea for someone to interview a guest we could potentially have on the show uh, feel free to let us know about that as well. And we can look at getting them on. And And they can either be with our views or against our views. We're actually all open to everything. But for now, thank you for being a part of the channel. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Please stay awesome. And Simon, we'll see you all in the next one. Bow.